So I recorded um, the intro to the Special Milk episode part one uh, today, and then I released that today, and I did that earlier this morning. I'm also recording the intro to Special Milk episode part two. This, this will be a sample of part two of my book, Milk and Reflection, and I wrote that book this year. And so even though I'm recording it today, I'm going to wait till tomorrow to release it. I don't know if that's what you call like a marketing, um, uh, what do they call it? A marketing genius? No, I, um, I don't know what it's called. But um, that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm recording this intro today uh, and I'm releasing this tomorrow. And the thing about, and it was too early this morning when I recorded the intro for part one and so I didn't remember to say everything that I wanted to say. And so a few things I want to say is just that, yeah, I'm sharing with you, yeah, an audiobook sample of my book, Milking Reflections. And one of the reasons I'm doing that right now is because I feel like, like, it's a, it's such a good book. Like, I mean, it is milk. It's not meat. It's just milk. Um, but it's good. I, I like it. And I just don't feel like enough people are getting it. And so I just wanted to share it as a podcast episode. And, like, why now? Well, it's because this summer I revised it, and then, you know, recently uh, I was just listening through the audiobook to make sure it sounded good, and so it's just, it's a current thing, kind of, on my, well, it, you know, it's been a few weeks since it's been current, but, I mean, it's a current thing that I've produced and made, and I just want to share it, I just want to get it out there, but it's so good. Like, I feel like I could definitely share it again, maybe in season three of the Sensioning Podcast. I don't know. But I'm sharing it now, and I probably won't share it again on the Sensioning Podcast. This is it. So you are so lucky that you get to hear it now. Uh, a sample of my book, Milking Reflections. Uh, Mil yeah, Milking Reflections. That's the title of it. And I hope you enjoy this audiobook sample. <laughs> Name, please. Introduction to part two. So I cannot believe that I wrote the new introduction to this book and the whole first part of this book without mentioning the names of our good milk cows. I guess I should tell you that their names right now before I write anything else. Our first cow wasn't is named Sassy. She wasn't is a very good milk cow. And we milked her for three years. This year, she did not have a calf, so we borrowed a cow from our neighbor. The cow we borrowed was kind of wild the first few weeks, and she didn't have a name. We decided to name her Rebecca. If you know me, then you know that I would not write about the names of her cows if I didn't have a message to share. You have a name. God knows your name, he loves you, and he calls you by name. Let me read this Bible verse to you. But now... Thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by name, thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. Isaiah 43, 1-3 Here's a quote from a song. I don't need my name in lights. I'm famous in my father's eyes. Make no mistake, he knows my name. I'm not living for applause. I'm already so adored. It's all his stage. He knows my name. 
oh, oh. He knows my name. Francesca Ben... I'm gonna... I'm terrible at pronouncing names. Fran- Francesca Benestilli or whatever. I can just pronounce her first name mostly correct. Fran- Francesca... Uh, whatever. Um, the song is... Uh, what's the name of the song? He knows my name or something? I don't know. It's a really good song. I encourage you to look it up, but you probably don't know how to look it up because I didn't pronounce the name correctly. Um... Yeah. So that was the introduction to yeah part two. Hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, looking forward to reading the rest of the book to you. Uh, and I, yeah, hope you look forward to listening to it. I would have given up a long time ago. In the first few days when we started milking Rebecca, I would have given up. She was very, very difficult to milk. And she was not even letting that much milk down. But now she is much easier to milk. And she is giving us much more milk. Um, than I have here in um, Corinthians. I am being very vague and not trying to give all the details. Part of the reason I said she wasn't giving us much milk is because most of the milk is going to her calf. Um, and all we've since, yeah, put her calf on another cow. Okay, so what point am I trying to make? Okay, I have two actually. God has not and will never give up on us. Okay. And point number two, we should never give up on God. So I feel like maybe I'm repeating the fact that God loves you too often, but it is true that God loves you. He loves you so much and he has never given up no matter how difficult you were. And he will never give up on you no matter how difficult you will be. He loves you. And is in the process of turning you into a masterpiece for himself. Just like we could have given up on our cow, it could have given up on us. I don't know if you have ever worked with an animal or someone who has given up. Working with an animal that has given up is very hard. It's just about impossible. That's why I encourage you to never give up on God. He loves you and will work all things out for good. I think one thing we miss from Romans 8.28 is that all things work together for good to them that love God. Do you love God? Do you love him today? Never give up on God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to those that are called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. Each cow is unique. Um, Our first cow became really good. And our new cow this summer has become really good after only a few weeks of work. You know, each cow is unique, though. They each have things that make them good, and they each have things that make them bad. Um, For example, our first cow is easier to lead and has more milk. And I say easier to lead because our new cow this year is very, very, very hard to lead at the present time. But while our new cow is very difficult to lead, at least she does not kick during milking time like our old cow did. Each cow is unique. Um, Each person is unique. But I don't want to talk about how each person is unique and specially created by God. Instead, I want to talk about something else that has been in my mind this week. Um, for those who claim to be Christians, you know, my biggest question for you is, you know, what makes you different? Um, if you don't have any characteristics that make you different from the rest of the world, then what makes you a Christian? A few years ago, I created this amazing website, you know, this online resource titled, you know, The Characteristics of a Christian. 
And if you would like to find out more about the characteristics of a Christian and what should make them different, please visit www.bit.ly/thecharistics. I use the use the URL shortener bitly or whatever. I don't know how to term it, but it's www.bit.ly/thecharistics. So T H E C H A R A C T E R I S T I C S. And I don't know if you're going to go to the website, and if you don't, that's okay because it's yeah, I've created a few years ago. It's kind of outdated, and it's just but it, it just it just tells you know and shares you know a few of the characteristics of a Christian, and um, you know and, and, and you know so you know I wrote that down, you know. His book, and I was just reading it from the book. But you know, my 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 biggest question for you, you know, if you say you are are a Christian, you know, my my, my biggest question for you is what makes you different from everyone else? And you know, this is where it gets real, right here. Like I'm not just reading from a page. I'm not reading from a book that I wrote. You know, I'm asking you this question. Um, and I don't want to be like all up in your face, you know, and and like. Uh, make you, I don't want to make you mad. I don't want to offend anyone. I just, you know, I just want to simply ask you the question. You know, what makes you different from, um, you know, from those who aren't Christians? And I've said enough. I've said more than I wrote. So yeah. Not giving all you got. There have been a few times over the last few years that our milk cow has not given all she has. It is annoying when you can tell that your milk cow has more milk, but she is refusing to let it all down. Uh, this morning was one of those times. Um, my brother Sam gets really mad when we when he can tell that the cow has more milk, um, but she is not letting it down. This kind of makes me think of a story from the New Testament about a widow who gave all she had even though it was a small amount. This morning, we may have got more m milk than we've ever gotten before from this cow, but Sam is still mad because she was not giving us all the milk she had. Maybe give, You may be giving God a lot, but if you are not giving all you got, you may as well give God nothing. God is a jealous God. He wants your all. He wants all you got. He wants all of you and everything you can give him. And he wants you because he loves you. You know, not giving all you got. Why? Um, milking tip. Don't be afraid to give all you got, even if it is just a little bit. You know, I kind of said that in a funny accent there, but you know, milking tip. Do not be afraid to give all you got, even if it's just a little bit. Um, yeah. Blessed to bless. Maybe it's the books I've been reading this spring or something, but recently I have been thinking about how we have been blessed so that we may bless others. You may be wondering how this relates to us and our milk cow. Well, here's how. We have been blessed with a milk cow and with milk. In previous years, we have been blessed with more than enough milk. An abundance of milk, actually. And it would be a shame if we let it go to waste. That is why we love sharing milk with our family and friends. Giving when you have a lot is easy. What do you have an abundance of that you could share? I think I mispronounced a word this. So I'm just going to read it again. What do you have an abundance of that you could share? 
Giving when you don't have as much is, well, it is much harder. It requires some sacrifice. This year we are not getting as much milk as we have been getting other years, but we are getting enough. And with blessing comes responsibility to share and to bless others. So even though it is harder this year, we are still giving milk to our friends and family. And I will make thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. That's God speaking to Abraham in Genesis 12, 2 and 3. Um, milking tip. Give. Give when you have an abundance. Give when you barely have enough. Give when it's easy. Give when it's hard. Give. Hello, so it's me and CR here again. Um, so today I'm reading to you a piece from the book titled, an, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that word correctly, an excerpt, an ex, whatever, from the Sunshine blog. So I, uh, so I wrote this on the Sunshine blog. Um, it was a part of a larger blog post. And then I um, then I took it and used it in my book this year. So that that's actually what's got me started revising it. Actually, in the book and writing all this new content is just like you know I've got time to write. You know I've got inspiration coming to me, and so that's why that's kind of a yeah a little bit behind the scenes of why I wrote that's or why I've updated the book this year. So let me get to reading here. So a few years ago I wrote a book titled Milking Devotional. Uh, milking time is a great time to think. This evening, I was thinking about all the variables and factors that affect and influence the result of our milking time. Our cow is a little wild, so it is quite challenging to milk her. One unexpected sound or move could frighten her and we could lose the milk. It makes me think about creation and how we were created and how we became what we are. There are just so many reasons that it could have happened that it could not have happened by chance, and so much evidence that there is a creator. The evidence for God is overwhelming, and there are so many factors and variables that have made us what we are. If you ask me, I would say God is trying to make all of us into masterpieces. I know our cow will be a good milk cow when we are done with her. Uh, that's just a nice little, you know, inspirational piece, and yeah, finished reading it, and yeah. Um, it's kind of funny how I close it, you know, I know our milk cow will be a good milk cow when we're done with her, but yeah, the, you know, the, this, the, it, it's true that, you know, I, I mean, I, well, I think that God, you know, he's trying to make us into masterpieces, and, and, and sometimes the process will hurt, I mean, sometimes the future will be uncertain, um, but yeah, just, and there's just so many variables and factors that have made us what we are, and, but I, and it's not, I don't, and, and, and it's, you know, yeah, I don't believe in evolution, I don't believe in chance, you know, I believe God is behind it. Um, so yeah. What yet can we learn? This morning, as I am standing here struggling to come up with more ideas for this book, I am wondering what yet, yet can we learn from milking and milk? We have learned so much. It could be tempting to think we have learned all there is to learn from cows and milking them. But the truth of the matter is that we can always learn more. And I think sometimes as Christians we do the same thing with the Bible. But the truth of the matter is, no matter how much you've learned from the Bible, the more you study it, the more you can learn from it. Milking tip. Don't let the amount of stuff you have learned prevent you from learning more. So I hope you enjoyed this little piece about what yet can we learn. Just a little, I just want to share a little kind of behind the scenes kind of um, story behind why I wrote this for. So I was just, 
kind of like yeah like I was wondering that like what can we learn in it and so it's very similar to a piece in the first part of the book um called what can what can you learn from milking even though you're not milking I, I'd compare it to that piece but it doesn't really go with that piece whatever but um yeah like it's just yeah like I was just kind of at a dry spot like I was like okay what yet can we learn because I, I wanted like I said like I sit here in the piece I, I just wanted more ideas for this book because I just wanted to make this book bigger um so once again, I just want to thank you so much for listening to this book, and I want to thank you so much for supporting me, and if you'd love to get a copy of this book, like I'm holding it in my hands right now, it's a beautiful book, um, if, you'd love, if you'd love to get a copy of it, I mean, just search Milking Reflections, like on Amazon, on Indigo, Barnes & Noble, I mean, wherever you want to buy a book, also you can contact me if you know how to, to get a book, um, yeah, thanks again, yeah, for supporting me and for listening to this. Who is the boss? When working with animals, it is important to teach them who is boss. Rebecca was wild for the first few days, so we had to have her all tied up so we could milk her. We have now stopped tying her feet up. Uh, you could argue that she learned not to move her feet too much during milking time. And maybe that is true, but I would argue that she has become more familiar with us and is learning that we are the boss. In the first few days, if we let her, she would have kicked the pail over a bunch of times. Moving from the topic of cows to sheep, the Bible compares us to sheep. And sheep are not the smartest animals, and I'm just, just saying. And, uh, you know, God is a good shepherd. And like our cow, we all need to learn who is boss. Stating the obvious. The cow needs more water. The cow needs more grass. The cow barn needs to be cleaned out. In CR, will you quit stating the obvious? No, I will not. Stating the obvious is and can be good. But what is even better is doing the obvious. In other words, doing what needs to be done. Sure, the cow needs more water, but who is going to give it water? Are you? Am I? Actions speak louder than words. There is nothing wrong about stating the obvious. The question is who will do what needs to be done. Milking tip. Do the obvious. Do what needs to be done. Do the right thing. Even when you don't have to. I started this book saying how milking is my brother Sam's responsibility. I just go out to help him because the cow is or was a little wild. But after a few weeks of training, she became really good. Milk Cow milking is not really a two-person job, but I still go out to help him. Partly because milking is a big job, and when there are two doing the job, it is easier. Partly because of habit, and finally, partly because I need more content for my book. How about you? What are some things that you do even when you don't have to? How committed to Christ are you? Do you follow Jesus even when you don't have to? Do you show love to others even when you don't have to? And I mean, the truth of the matter is, is you never, you never have to follow Christ. You never have to show love to others. Um, so the real question is, are you doing it? You know, are you following Christ? You know, are you loving others? You know, and, 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 and once again, you know, and I wrote this question down in my book and I just want to ask it to you again. I just read it, but I'm going to ask it to you again. It's just how committed to Christ are you? Um, yeah. Spoke too soon. Our cow is a good cow. 
or is she? I think we started calling her a good cow too soon. She started picking up bad habits. It seems like it is that way for everything. You get it to a good state, then it gets worse. That is also the way we are. We are either becoming better or we are becoming worse. Most likely, if you get to a good spot, you you start getting worse. Here's a personal example from my last few weeks. A few weeks ago, I started waking up at 6 o'clock to have morning devotions. I'd wake up and go out to our library. I would then have about an hour of an amazing time spent with God. The first week, I did it without my phone. That first week was amazing, but then I started bringing my phone out and started spending half of the time I used to with God. My phone was just too distracting. When something like that happens, you need to restart. I know I need to restart having morning devotions without my phone. Working... With ourselves should be easier than working with a milk cow, but it can be harder because we are working with ourselves. Can you think of something good you need to restart or something good you need to start? Milking tip. Learn how to hit the restart button. And there's probably different ways that I could have worded this chapter, um, but that's just the way I worded it. And just, yeah. So I'm just going to repeat the milking tip. Um, Learn how to hit the restart button. Once again, I just want to thank you for listening to this. And, yeah. Thank you for supporting me. Where does a milker milk? Where does a writer write? Those are both very good questions. Right now, I am in the house writing. But just a while ago, I was outside watching my brother Sam milk the cow. Wouldn't it be funny if my brother Sam milked the cow in the house? No, it would not be. It should... There's an error. I don't know if there's an error there, but whatever. It should have had the word probably there, I'm thinking, but I'll just leave it that way. So, no, it would probably not be. Okay, the cow would probably poop or pee on the floor, and it would make our house stink. There There are reasons we do different tasks in different places. And thinking about the different places that I write or write, my brother Sam Milk's Milk... Milk... My brother Sam and Milker Milk's got me started thinking about you. Yes, you. So, where are you at... Um, what are you doing with your life? Uh, are you doing what God wants you to do with your life? I think because God has a plan for us, he put us in a place where we can do what he created us to do. Um, but, you know, but the question is, you know, are we doing what he wants us to do? Because you can be at the right spot, but are you doing the right thing with your life? Milking takes time and effort. I don't want to repeat the same things I said in the first part of the book, but I don't know if I discussed this topic thoroughly in the first part. Milking takes time. Yes, but something I want to add here is that milking takes effort. You might make time to go out and milk the cow, but unless you put any effort into actually milking a cow, you won't get any milk. That can be the way it is with other things in life. You may make time to do something, but unless you actually put any effort into doing it, well, then what's the use of making time to do it? And that's kind of... We're coming to a close um, of things, you know, written here in part two. And and I just wanted to close with that there. And, well... There, there is a conclusion here that I'm going to read yet. It's a part of the book. But I just, I hope you enjoyed what you've heard so far. I mean, please take the time to think about what you've read and, I mean, what you've heard. Uh, and re-listen to Parch if you need to. Um, but, yeah, the book's not over yet. 
I still have a conclusion to record, but I think I'll record that tomorrow. Conclusion. It is only June 22, a few days into summer, and already I feel like I've written enough for this book. I could probably try to force myself to continue writing all summer, but I feel as if that would take away from what the book is, and from what I want the book to be. Sure, a lot more could be learned from cow milking, and from milk in general. But as I keep telling my brother Sam, you gotta learn when to stop. So I don't know if that's something I need to learn because I, I'm stopping uh, writing for this book. Um, but even though I'm stopping write, you know, writing milking reflections for this year, you know, I, I'm not going to stop learning. And neither should you. Um, you know, learning which things to, you, need, you need to stop and, and conclude. And which things you need to continue takes wisdom from above. But yeah. I'm just... Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm stopping right uh, yeah, stopping writing these for the year. And uh, so, yeah, that was the conclusion. And um, so this will be the last time that I'm just going to tell you thank you so much for, you know, supporting me by listening to this audiobook. And, uh, yeah, if you'd like to get your very own copy of this book, uh, it's available wherever books are available online. Um, and... Yeah, thank you so much for listening to it and supporting me. And uh, there's a few verses here that in the back of the book. So there's I'm gonna read to you more verses, but that are I've, I've taken them out since then. Like I have a proof copy, and so it's got like quite a few quite a few verses here. But in the final copy, I just close with one verse here. As newborn babes, you know, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. 1 Peter 2.2. And that's the one that I leave in the book. These other verses that I'm going to read to you, I've taken out. But um, And so I just want to add like an interesting note here. Um, it's just that, you know, when I started reading this audiobook, there was actually going to be pieces that I wasn't going to read. But then I, I, I got started just reading every single piece. And so I call it an abridged audiobook, but it's actually unabridged plus more. So it's like... Yeah, you got lots of bonus material in this audiobook. So here's some bonus verses that aren't in the finished copy of the book. Um, so for when the t okay, so let me read this verse here. <laughs> okay, for for when for the time I think that must be an error in that verse. I don't know, but that's at least the way the Bible words it. And this is King James version. So let me read that again. For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. But strong meat belongeth to them that are full of age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. As Hebrews 5, 12 through 14. Um, here's another verse. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For here's something before, I can't read that word because it's King James Version word and I don't understand the crazy here the two or here before whatever you were not able to bear it neither yet are ye now neither yet now are ye able first corinthians 3 2 and so i like these verses you know they're, they're about milk and that's why i included them in the in, in this book here but like i like i like for the first peter 2 verse chapter 2 verse 2 you know as newborn babies desire desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby um, so God's word, I guess, is compared to um, milk or whatever. But then there's certain places, like he said, you know, 
is such you have need of milk and not of strong meat. You know, we're, you know, babies can't handle meat. Um, and so, you know, I don't know who you are. Maybe you're a new Christian. You know, that's awesome. And, and I hope you, I, like I said, I, I hope you enjoyed this book. Um, and, it, you know, it's a, it's a great book maybe to get started. And I don't know who you are, but, you know, we need, to, we need to move on. We need to start eating meat. And so, I mean, this is, so like I said, like this is all... Um, and so another interesting side note here that I'm just going to share is that I wrote this book in the spring, yeah, so summer, like I, I wrote the conclusion here in June 22, but I'm recording here and it's, it's it's near the beginning of August when I'm recording this audiobook, August 2020, um, but yeah, but yeah, I've stopped that for now, but I, I definitely am not going to continue learning, like I said, and I just, I want, like, yeah, if you're a new, you know, Christian, you know, a new believer, um, yeah, just please keep learning. Um, you know, go to the Bible. Um, you know, talk with other Christians um, and learn. Um, okay, and another thing here, I just want to... Yeah, if you like this book, just please share it. So here's some tips for sharing. Use the hashtag Milking Reflections, and you can mention The Sun Shining um, on Instagram, The Sun Shining NCR on Instagram, The Sun Shining on Twitter, and on Facebook. You can share a favorite quote or something um, you like about the book, and you can oh the website. So the website for the book here, the web address is right here, www dot the and then there's like a dash sunshining. So the sunshining there's a dash between that and sunshining dot github dot io slash milking reflections. So I'll probably repeat this a couple times so you can get it here. So www dot t h e dash s u n s h i n i n g dot g i t h u b dot i o slash m i l k i n g r e l e c t i o n s. Whew, that's a lot of letters to read there. So, yeah, www dot the dash sunshining. If you know how I do my sunshine thing, it's run together. S U N S H I N I N G. Sunshining. And then dot GitHub. GitHub is G I T H U B. And then dot I O. And then slash the, the book title Milking Reflections. Milking Reflections. So, yeah. If you, yeah, if you like the book, please, yeah, please share it with your friends. Please visit the book website. Please get your very own copy of the book. Um,. Or, I mean, a print copy, you have an audiobook copy, and yeah. I've said enough, I've said way more. Oh, one more thing. So, I ended, like, because my book is divided into two parts. And I, um, and I ended it, you know, once I was done recording most of the, I mean, the stuff in the part one there, I ended it just by saying, you know, people are not perfect, cows are not perfect, um, but God is perfect. And, you know, people are going to let you down. But God will never let you down. And so since then, I've, I've edited the book and I've added that to the book, to the very end of the book. So that's how the book closes. And and that actually is just kind of my main message, you know, that I want to share with you if you are not a believer yet, is in, in, is just that, you know, people aren't perfect. You know, people will tell you that God loves you and people will say they love you. Um, but they're not going to, they're not even going to do a very good job of showing that love. Um, but... And they're gonna let you down, but God will never let you down. And yes, God does love you, and I mean He's perfect. And and it, and, and I I, just, I encourage you to get to know God 
for yourself. You know, don't don't take other people's words for it. Because if you're just taking my words for it, you know, I'm saying God is good, and God is perfect, and God loves you. Um, I am going to let you down. You know, I am an imperfect human being. I am going to let you down, but God won't. And so just, just remember that God is perfect. God loves you. He will not let you down. And so, yeah, just get to know him for yourself. So that wraps up the Milking Reflection audiobook. Um, that was all of the content I wrote, plus more even. Uh, and I hope you are not having a hard time distinguishing from what I recorded today and what is a part of the audiobook. Uh, but you shouldn't have a hard time. This is recorded, um, what's the date today? November 19th is when I'm recording the outro and the intro to this episode. But the audiobook, I mean, the book itself was written this summer. The audiobook was recorded a few months ago. I don't remember the exact date. It was, um, kind of end of, end of August, kind of beginning of, beginning of September is when I recorded the audiobook. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And, yeah, the link to the book website will be in the description, and on the book website you're going to find links to where you can purchase yourself a copy of the book if you liked it. Um, and yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, it's 2020, and I mean, 2020, like, it's a whole other topic, but different things can be said about it. But for me, that's one thing I did with my year. I mean, well, that's one that's one of the many things I did this summer. I updated that book. but And then I would like to maybe, you know, update it, you know, 10 years from now. I don't know. Maybe I won't wait 10 years. Maybe I'll update it like five years from now. I don't know. Well, I just want to say thank you one more time for just taking the time out of your busy day to listen to another episode of the Sunshine Podcast. And, you know, if you want to end your week on a high note, you know, I normally don't like to advertise other people's podcasts, but there's this podcast that I really love. Well, I've only listened to a few episodes of it, and I'm really busy. I don't know if I'll find time to listen to an episode of that today. But it's The High Note with Tor Wells. And, it, you know, it, it new episode of The High Note with Tor Wells comes out every uh, Friday. And, yeah, if you want to end your week with a high on a high note, I would totally recommend you listen to that podcast. That's a great podcast by Toy Wells. Uh, and I don't know if you're familiar with Toy Wells. He's a famous Christian artist. And yeah, I that's... Yeah. I, I don't want to lose any podcast listeners uh, by, you know, advertising other people's podcasts. And I'm not getting paid to do it. Uh, so if you enjoy that, like... Episode, if you enjoy, you know, the high note with Twin Wells, maybe you'll want to stick around and continue hearing episodes of my podcast. And remember, new episodes of the Sunshining Podcast come out every Thursday, and I may occasionally throw out a bonus episode every now and again, like I did today.